going on guys welcome to drboystv.com the home for intelligent black people my name is dr boyce watkins today i want to talk about coach prime and his deal with colorado as you know coach prime is having a great season at colorado so far my man is killing it he's winning games just like i always knew that he would because he's been a great coach and a great athlete and he has a great mindset but one thing that the media isn't talking about is how much money Colorado is making off of this great black talent. And this fits into the black wealth narrative of uh, black people not building much wealth because there are other people who make more money off of you than you make off of yourself. So I'm going to talk about this. So get comfortable, buck up seatbelt. We're going to get started on drboystv.com right now. Here we are, clan, the isms, cataclysm, great. Our people out here struggling, trying to make it in this state. Everybody out here doing it, but we the ones who late. Now, family, we the ones who gotta delegate. Get that money in the power, never be fake. Stick to co-sign for three. What did he say? Uh, create jobs, support our own. Educate the same and buy back your home. Got three degrees, triple ten. Three PhDs, now we on the CNN. DBTV, let's talk about negligence. Ignorance is bliss, but we can turn into intelligence. Please, none of what you hear, half of what you see. Let's break it down here on Dr. Boyce TV. Here we are. Clean. What's going on, guys? Welcome to DrBoyceTV.com, the home for intelligent black people. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. And I want to say hi to everybody as you come in. So good to see you. Welcome uh, to the platform. Uh, yeah, so today uh, I had a conversation in my head that I want to actually take outside of my head about Coach Prime and uh, AKA Deion Sanders. A lot of you uh, may obviously know that Coach Prime is now the head coach of the University of Colorado. He's doing a great job. He's winning. Uh, he's winning games, y'all. He's really getting in there, getting it done doing the great job that I knew he could do. He, we, you know, we've known for a long time that he's a great coach and uh, I wish him the most success, but what is not really discussed as much as it should be, I think is exactly how much money Colorado is making from Deion Sanders and from his presence on that campus. Uh, and so as I, as I talk about this, give me a yes in the chat. If you can hear me. Okay. Let me know if you can hear me. I want to make sure my audio is coming through. Okay. And uh, also as you guys trickle in uh, just uh, feel free to hit that thumbs up button, thumbs up, share, subscribe. Also, this podcast is on Spotify. So if you look me up, look up my name, Boyce Watkins on Spotify, you can also find it there. So uh, coach prime, as you guys know, give me a yes. If you've been following coach prime, if you've been, Oh, if you've been following his big wins and uh, been seeing what a great job he's doing, uh, I've been following it. I'm a, I'm a football fan. Um, I graduated from Ohio State, so I'm part Buckeye. Uh, that's where I got my PhD. Uh, but uh, also, I follow the University of Kentucky because that's where I got my bachelor's degree. And uh, I grew up as a fan of the University of Louisville. But uh, I really don't think that uh, most of these schools, except for Ohio State, is as good as Colorado. I think the Buffaloes are just a damn good football team, and uh, Coach Prime is a damn good coach. But check this out, y'all. You, you're gonna you're gonna kind of flip out when I tell you this. Um, there is so much money that this school is making off this uh, off, off the presence of Coach Prime. I'm not saying that it's an exploitative situation uh, because Coach Prime chose to participate in this deal. Um, I love him, too, and I respect him. And I also uh, from the Cowboys, I'm a Cowboys fan. So I, I loved him when he played for the Cowboys, too. And uh, and so uh, so anyway, let me just break this down for you. This is crazy. All right. So if you want to know the details of Deion Sanders salary. Uh, here are the details. Okay, so you know that he signed a five-year deal for about twenty-nine million dollars, uh, which is about five point five million per year. 
Uh, about 500000 of that is base salary, uh, where the other portion comes through financial components such as media obligations, et cetera. Now, at Jackson State, he made less money. He only made about $300,000 a year, which is a very low salary for, um, for you know, D1 football coaches. But as you know, HBCUs don't have as much money as white schools. The University of Colorado's annual budget is about $1.1 billion, $1.1 billion. So in case uh, to put it into context for you guys, the amount of money the University of Colorado spends in a year exceeds the endowment, the whole endowment, the whole life savings of the biggest HBCUs in this country. In fact, it probably, I'm not sure I have to go check the numbers, but I believe that their annual budget, actually, the money they spend in a year, the money they run through in a year, exceeds the total endowments of probably your uh, five of your top 10 HBCUs all combined. Okay. So, so white people have a lot of money. Uh, white people have a ton of money. And so they were able to, and when they get that money, they're able to buy, you know, a lot of our top black talent and black institutions don't typically get built because your very best, your Jackie Robinsons, et cetera, they sort of get cherry picked. They sort of get plucked and put into other spaces. This is what happened with Dion. This has been happening for 400 years. This is why black institutions are, are, are kind of hard to build. Now, here's the thing. So uh, with Deion Sanders' salary, let me finish giving you some more details in case you're curious. Uh, he also gets, uh, according to fansided.com, they said that he gets 150000 if Colorado wins six games in a year and achieves bowl eligibility. I think he'll get that. He gets $100,000 for every additional win beyond the initial six. Uh, remember, last year, Colorado was 1-11. They were 1-11 last year. So right now, Coach Prime has already done better than the entire season last year. Shout out to that. Clap for that. Clap for that. Give me a yes if you agree that this is extraordinary. If you think that he's arguably the best coach they've had in at least 20 or 30 years, uh, let, you know, let's uh, let's clap for that. Let's let's give him his flowers on that. Uh, one hundred fifty thousand. If Colorado wins the Pac-12, seventy five thousand. If Colorado plays in the Pac-12 championship. Uh, ship game, 150000 if Sanders is named National Coach of the Year. Well, that would be a big deal. Uh, 75000 if he's named Pac-12 Coach of the Year, $50,000 every time Colorado attains a team APR of 965 or better. I don't know what an APR is. It doesn't matter. I think annual percentage rate. All right, so if Sanders were to be terminated by Colorado before the end of his contract, Colorado University would need to pay him 75% of his remaining salary as part of the buyout agreement. So if the season did not go well, and they said, we're going in a different direction. You got to get out of here. They would still owe him over $20 million. Okay, that's a pretty good deal, right, to do no work. That's pretty awesome. Uh, if he were to leave for a better job, college or pro, he would need to pay liquidated damages to the university. It starts at $15 million after the 2023 season and drops down to $10 million in 2024 or so, so on and beyond. Uh, so... Uh, so here's here's the deal with Deion Sanders, and, and this is what's happening here. So he's making good money, right? He's making uh, that $5.5 million a year. He's probably making money outside of that. I think he deserves every penny of it because just like the players deserve their name, image, and likeness deals, uh, and they get paid off that, Sanders should be paid for, uh, for, for his great coaching skill. I think that he deserves every nickel. Now let's get to the interesting part of this conversation. Before we do that, hit that thumbs up button. Please hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, share, subscribe. Give me a yes if you can hear me. Let me know if, it, if you can hear me okay. I had some trouble with audio. Uh, it was a choppy earlier. Let me know if you can hear me. Uh, I'm in Los Angeles right now. We did a Black Wealth training camp. I'm about to get on my airplane and go back to Chicago. The All Black National Convention happens October 20th in Atlanta. If you'd like to join us at the convention, just go to allblacknationalconvention.com. And also my website, boycewatkins.com, has lots of free resources. 
We even have B1 coffee now. So if you're a coffee drinker, you can just go to my website, boyswalkins.com, and you can buy some B1 coffee. If, you, if you're 100% black first, feel free to go take a look at that on my website. All right, so, so here's what's crazy, though, right? When I remember hearing a comment that kind of got my spidey senses going, where there was a guy from the University of Colorado, and they asked him, they said, where are you going to get the money to pay Coach Prime? And I could have sworn this guy said, we really don't have the money, but we're sure we'll have it later. Right. And I was like, you don't have the money, but they did actually have, I mean, they've got the money, but they didn't really have the budget. Maybe I don't know what their previous coach made, but I don't think he made as much as coach prime. And what they were doing was a really smart business deal. They were, they, because they weren't hiring a coach by hiring coach prime. They weren't hiring a football coach. What they were doing Shout out to Max Kellerman at ESPN. He's the only other person. He quoted me on this, and I appreciate the fact that he understood what I was trying to say. Coach Prime was not a football coach that they hired. Coach Prime was a corporate acquisition. Coach Prime wasn't just a guy who's going to bring you revenue by winning football games. Coach Prime is an internationally recognized brand that will bring hundreds of millions of dollars into the school. Do you understand the difference? Do you understand that there's a difference between me buying a house from you that I can live in versus me buying an apartment building from you that's going to generate revenue? Those are two different business deals. Give me a yes if you're following what I'm saying. If I buy a house from you, I say, oh, it looks nice. It has a nice yard and I like the pool and, and the kids can play here and it's got enough bedrooms and enough square footage, right? That's one type of purchase, but that's very different from me buying, say, an apartment building from you that I may not even live in that's going to generate a million dollars a month in revenue for me every year. Those are two different. Ag- so Deion Sanders wasn't just a coach. It's very important to understand this. People that don't get business, they think it's all it's about winning games and it depends on how many games he wins, whether he's worth it and whether, you know, Nick Saban is a better coach because Nick Saban ain't got the brand that Deion Sanders has. Nick Saban ain't got the swag that Deion Sanders does. Nick, Nick, Nick Saban can't recruit the way Coach Prime can recruit. There are kids that want to come play for Coach Prime because they follow his YouTube channel. There are brands that want to do deals with Colorado because Colorado suddenly became the coolest school in the country because they got Coach Prime. So Coach Prime was not an employee that they hired. He was a business that they acquired. They didn't make a hire. They actually acquired an asset. So this was not a hire. This was an acquisition. So so this is one of the reasons why. And I said something that confused the hell out of people. Again, only Max Kellerman at ESPN. I guess somebody forwarded Max my tweet about it. He understood it. He explained it to Keyshawn Johnson. I think Jay Williams got it a little bit. Jay Williams is a smart guy. Keyshawn might have to catch up. Max Kellerman got it. Jay Williams got it. And what he basically <laughs> understood was I said $5 million a year. Think about this. Let me ask y'all a question. Give me a yes or no. Give me a yes or no. If I told you, and let's say I lo- you could go to the bank and get a loan to make this business deal. So here's the business deal I'm going to propose to you. Y'all ready? So the business deal is this. There's an asset that you can buy from me with, that's going to cost you $5 million a year. But this asset is going to earn $100 million a year. Would you take that deal? Now, there's going to be expenses now. It's going to be expensive, but but this asset is going to cost it's going to cost you five million a year, but you're
but you're going to make a hundred million a year. Would you, would you make that deal with me? Would that be a good deal for you? Or would you walk away and say, hell no, that's, that's nonsense. What would you say? Would you take it? Yes or no? Give me a yes or no. And I asked that question because that's what Colorado did. That's why Colorado didn't need to have the money to pay coach prime. They didn't need to have the money. They were like, oh, we're going, we, we go have the money. We're borrowing from the future because when we get this Negro on our campus, we're suddenly going to go from being the pasty, the pasty little raggedy school with a one in 11 record that can't give away their football tickets. They can't give them away. And suddenly we become the school that where everybody wants to come to our games. Let me show you an example. Let's do an example. Let's do a little field trip real quick. Hit the thumbs up button while I pull this up. Please hit the thumbs up button. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. My new book is called the 10 commandments of black economic power. You can go to boycewatkins.com to take a look. Uh, anyway. All right. So let me show you. Uh, I went to the University of Colorado. I went to like one of those ticket ticket sites. I forget what it's called. And I was like, I wonder what it cost, would cost me to go to a Colorado Buffaloes football game. Now, remember, before you can't give the tickets away. Nobody wanted to go see Colorado. They were horrible. They were absolutely terrible. At one in 11. That's that's horrible. But look at them now. Now they're two and oh. Now they're getting national media attention because of Coach, he, Coach, Coach Prime did exactly what I knew he would do. And you see here, look at these prices. Okay, so this is when uh, they they play um, they play uh, Colorado State, which isn't even a good team. Those ticket prices started one hundred and thirty two dollars last year. You didn't have to pay one hundred and thirty two dollars to go see the Colorado Buffaloes play Colorado State, a crappy in state um, football team. Uh, they now they go to Oregon. Now this is when they go to Oregon. Oregon Ducks, I believe they have a very good football team, but you can get those tickets starting at seventy eight dollars. And I think Oregon is nationally ranked. Maybe I'm incorrect. Maybe I'm wrong on this. Maybe I'm forgetting. But I believe that Oregon is nationally ranked. But so to go to this game, you will pay from seventy eight dollars and up. The better seats, the more you pay. You follow me? I want to make sure you follow because sometimes I get excited. I talk fast. That's my ADHD. Y'all got to forgive me for that. God ain't through with me yet. Um. But look at this. Look at this. USC Trojans at Colorado. I'm going to watch that game because USC is good. Last time I checked, they were top 10. Starting at $310 a seat. To get the cheap, crappy, nosebleed seats that nobody wants at this game, you're going to have to pay at least $310. Let's keep going. Uh, Colorado Buffaloes at Arizona State. Back down to $71 because that's at Arizona State. It's like, like their stadium, no big deal. Oh, but let's go back to uh, Stanford versus Colorado. At the Colorado Buffalo Stadium, those tickets start at $310. Now, what does that mean, boys? Well, I'm glad you asked. Let's do some basic math. The Colorado football stadium holds 53,000 people. 53,000 people. They are selling out their games because of Coach Prime. The cheapest seats you can buy for the USC game are $310. So let's assume, let's make a completely unrealistic assumption that everybody in the stadium pays the absolute lowest price to get their seats. Give me a yes if you understand why that's not a true assumption. Give me a yes if you understand that everybody ain't going to pay the same price because the good seats at the 50-yard line, two two, la two layers back or, or, or two rows back are going to be much more expensive than the nosebleeds that are at the top of the rafters, okay? But let's assume everybody pays the nosebleed price, the lowest price you can get on this website for Colorado Buffalo's football ticket is $310. So then what you do is we can take $310 Multiply that by 53,000. Do you know how much that comes out to? 
first, let's get a context number. What What's Deion Sanders' annual salary? Can anybody guess? How much does Deion make per year? How much are they paying him per year to come and coach? $5.5 million. So let's keep that number in our head. Do you know how much they're going to make from one football game? 53000 times 310 is at least $16 million. So they're going to make three times more in one game than it costs to pay Deion Sanders for the entire year. Now, mind you, I just talked about football tickets. I didn't talk about the millions of dollars that will be made selling popcorn, T-shirts, paraphernalia, merchandise. I did not talk about uh, television deals where now suddenly you, you're you on national TV. ESPN pays millions of dollars. Right now, ESPN and Disney are in a uh, – sorry, ESPN, Disney, and Spectrum are in a national battle, a multi-billion dollar war, nuclear war right now. In case – if you have cable, you've seen this, where they're battling over television broadcast rights with ESPN, and these are multi-billion dollar conversations. So why, why is Disney in this warfare with Spectrum? Well, because they got to go pay – places like Colorado, a lot of money to get the rights to broadcast these football games on ESPN, right? So effectively, this, thank you, Dr. Vibe, the, the NCAA prints money. So so, so this is this is epic for them. If I'm Colorado, I'm very happy. I, I Literally, whoever made this deal, whoever was able to get Coach Prime to come to Colorado is going to get a raise and a promotion because this is going to make that school hundreds of millions of dollars before Coach Prime is done. Um, am I mad about it? I'm not mad about it for Colorado because y'all smart. That's a great deal. Good for you. Am I mad at Coach Prime? No, he's going to get his cut. He's going to get $5.5 million plus whatever else he deserves. He's a great coach. He's going to win a lot of games. I'm cheering for him. I'm a football fan. I don't know if y'all saw Travis Hunter jump out and grab that interception. I mean, Travis Hunter, woo, buddy. Shadour, great players. Love watching them. I'm cheering for him every game. I hope they win a national championship. I hope he gets the job at Alabama or Florida State or whatever his next big job is. He's an ambitious guy. I support that. Who do I feel bad for, though? Well, I feel bad. I feel kind of bad for the black community. I do. I do. I feel feel bad for Jackson State. I feel bad for the community at large because that's not that white money ain't never going to come back into your neighborhood. That that Colorado money, University of Colorado, last time I checked, they don't donate their billions of dollars to anything that involves developing infrastructure in the black community. The city of Jackson has some of the worst water in in uh, in the country and last time i checked university of colorado ain't wrote no multi-million dollar checks to make sure the people in jackson have clean water so uh so uh you know the, so as dion moves on to uh his heaven and makes big money with university of colorado um what has been left behind is a community that had a lot of hope and a lot of possibility and a lot of opportunity that is now gone now who you blame you know, we're probably going to blame black people. There are people that will always blame black people for, for any bad thing that happens to the black community. They're going to look at Jackson State and say, y'all should have treated him better. And y'all Negroes stole his y'all stole his sneakers out the locker room because that's what Negroes do. As if white people don't steal. <laughs> right. 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 That, well, he had to get away from them Negroes. That's why, and, and, and that's why black institutions don't really get built, because you kind of feel like, oh, well, you know what? If you want to do better, you got to get away from black people because black people just they're just terrible. Right. And some some of y'all, let's just be honest. Some of y'all are terrible. Some of our people are terrible some of our seriously i i deal you know i like i remember hearing lewis farrakhan one time say it's really hard loving black people and i said yeah because black people a lot of us are really sick 
right? Crabs in a barrel, nasty behavior, whatever, right? Um, so, so part of me understands why Coach Prime was like, let me just go to Colorado where it's peaceful. They got ski slopes. I, I don't have to deal with all of the challenges that come with being black in America. I understand that. But my heart breaks for Jackson State because uh, the amount of revenue that a Coach Prime as a billion dollar asset that he is, could have brought into HBCUs, could have been absolutely life changing. Uh, I, I ended up, and I have to say it carefully because I remember I, I upset Dr. Dre a lot when I wrote an article uh, explaining that when he gave $100 million to USC or whatever he did, that he could have made that same donation to an HBCU and changed the lives of 100,000 Black people over the next 200 years. Uh, people took offense to that. And I know Dr. Dre was offended because I talked to a guy named, um, what was his name? Um, was it Andre? I can't remember. But anyway, he's the guy that discovered and created NWA. I forgot his name. He wrote a book. And uh, Alonzo, Alonzo, if you look up the history of NWA, there's a guy named Alonzo in South Central who uh, who actually introduced Eazy-E and Dr. Dre and, and Ice Cube and all them. And then he's he's one of the guys that created. He has a book out called Not Without Alonzo. And uh, and I met him because I gave a speech in South Central down um, at, a, at a bookstore run by uh, the brother that created Kwanzaa. His name's not in my head. Karanga, Malena Karanga. And, uh, and it was totally packed. A lot of people were there. And he told me, he said, I took your article and I shared it on my Facebook page. And Dr. Dre blocked me. He's no longer my friend anymore because he saw this article. And I felt very bad because I was not trying to be mean to him. What I was really trying to do was to help him understand his power and to help him realize that, you know, that when you have that type of opportunity, uh, it's, you have to be really thoughtful about where you apply it so you can get the most bang for your buck. So uh, I'm a big fan of Coach Prime. I will never stop cheering for this brother. Disagreeing with him does not mean I hate him. I ain't sitting around. I'm not a hater. I'm not a, I am not applying to be player hater of the year. I'm not sitting around trying to get mad like, man, I hope he lose. I hope his life is terrible. I hope he I hope his kids fall off a bridge. I don't do that. I want Coach Prime to win, and I and I look because I like good football, and I've been I was a Cowboys fan when he played for the Cowboys. He gave me a lot of good memories. He inspired me a lot. But at the same time, I just kind of wonder at what point are we going to get those superheroes in the community? Well, at what point are we going to get those people who are in the black space who say, you know what, you could pay me to go over there, but I'd rather be over here. You can you can offer me all the opportunities to leave the where I'm at. But I don't want to leave where I'm at because I'm already at where I need to be. Right. How many how often? I mean, when and what point are we going to get to a point where we just say I'm here and this is where I'm supposed to be? I started the race at my destination. I don't have to leave my people in order to feel like I am somebody or to feel like I can get an opportunity because I think Coach Prime had enough power and enough gravitas and enough capability and enough swag and enough charisma that all the opportunities would have come to him. All the opportunities would have come to him. That's what I'm saying. I believe all the opportunities would have come to him. And I think that when you have that ability and that power and that energy, you sit still in your chair, the universe will come to you. Uh, when and, and I'm and again, I'm not comparing myself to anybody or anything like that, but because I, you know, Dion's great at football, I'm great at finance. He's that dude in all the football field. Well, I was that dude in finance. I, my track record showed that. And you know what I did when I first started doing what I was doing, and I was sitting in my office at Syracuse University writing these articles that nobody would ever read or, or whatever. I remember saying to myself, I said, I'm gonna make sure that my work is so impactful, so uh strong, so legendary that I'm not going to have to go chasing down anybody to get them to pay attention to me. They're all going to come to where I'm at. 
And so to this day, uh, I've met many celebrities. I've had I've gotten phone calls from the Tyler Perry's and the Ice Cubes and uh, and Minister Farrakhan's people reached out. And a lot of people, there's a long list I can name drop all day long. And not one single time, I kid you not, not one single time did I reach out to any of these people. I did not call any of them. They all called me. And this was my plan. I said, I'm going to I want to do some work that's so powerful, so impactful that I don't feel like I need to ride somebody's back to get where I want to get to. Now, I'm not making fun of Coach Prime. I'm not dissing him. What I'm saying is that I want you to at least personally see uh, that your personal power. I want you to understand that when you're pouring into your black babies, when you're pouring into your little black owned business, when you're pouring into your little black community, that you are doing the most important work you could ever be doing. So when they see how great you are and how talented you are and they come along and say, hey, we're looking to buy Negroes for our corporation to meet, meet our diversity numbers. You can say, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm honored. But what I'm doing is important right here. I'm needed right here. This is where I want to be. Or when they say, hey, you finally made it. They want they want the white folks finally like you now. They see you. They want you to come over to the other side. You can say, nah, actually, this is the hot spot. This is the cool spot. I'm cool right where I am. Not just cool, but I'm I'm hot right where I am. I'm the man right here. Why in the world do I want to go to a space where I'm not the man, where you're going to love me despite who I am as opposed to loving me because of who I am? Okay, so so I'm not dissing. This is not I would never diss coach coach prime in the sense that I will never, ever say I hope he loses or that he has a bad experience in Colorado. I love watching him win. I believe that they have a team. I want I want them to beat every single team on their schedule and win a national championship. I hope he does all those things. I but I have to make these points because I also have to be honest with you and tell you that. I see a lot of the Jackie Robinson phenomenon happening here where Jackie Robinson was the greatest player, one of the greatest players in the Negro leagues. And Jackie uh, ended up being cherry picked and plucked to the major leagues, which killed the Negro leagues and killed the black businesses and killed the black institutions. That's, that's the issue. That's the thing. That's the problem. And, and, and the evidence is everywhere. If you look at black institutions, we don't have institutions. So our best talent ends up working for white institutions. And they, they say, well, why are you working at white institutions when you should be a black institution? And they'll say, well, because they can't pay me nothing or because there ain't no black institutions. Well, there's no black institutions because there's nobody who cares enough to actually see the vision to pour into something. See, let me explain something to you. Let me break this down. I'm gonna break down one more point before I go because I gotta get ready for my flight. Hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, share, subscribe. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. Uh, uh, if you want to get free stuff from me, you can go to my website, boycewalkins.com. There is a free training on how to make money without working. There is the, the, the $5 day investing plan. If you want to get profit alerts from me for free, you can text the word stock to 31996. And I want to be clear also, uh, I, I know sometimes trolls come in and trolls have silly things to say. We're trying to have grown up conversations. And sometimes the bearded babies come in. The bearded babies are the black men and, 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 and sometimes the women over the age of 30 who don't take accountability for nothing, who don't want to be intelligent, who don't want to grow. They're not Negroes. They need to grows. They need to grow. So I just want you to want, I want to warn the bearded babies in the room uh, who don't want who don't get what I'm saying, who don't who don't want to take accountability, who don't want to fight the white man, who don't want to stand up against racism and inequality and all this other stuff. You, if you're a troll, you better be a quiet troll. You better quietly sit back and 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 troll in silence, because if you get in the comments 
and your bearded baby ass says something that demeans or de degrades the conversation and doesn't apply some sort of intelligent dialogue, you're going to have to go. I'm going to have to block you. I don't want to go blocking people, but I have to block the bearded babies because the bearded babies and the Negro naysayers, the Negro naysayers are people who find a problem with every solution. They're mad about everything. They hate anything black and intelligent. They hate anybody who proposes a solution. People like that, I'm going to bless you and release you. I do not hate you. I forgive you for you know not what you do. You're just practicing slave culture. We've seen this for 400 years. It's okay, but this is not the channel for you. I'm going to send you away because being here is not a right. It is not a right. You're not, you don't have a right to be here. And I'm certainly not begging you. Just like I don't beg white folks to pay attention to me, I'm not begging the Negro naysayers or the bearded babies to pay attention to me. Uh, so if you are a troll, you better be a quiet troll because if you make too much noise, I'm going to have to block you and ban you and you will be banned for life. You're going to be out of here. Okay. So uh, so let's keep going. Let me get back to this, the, the productive dialogue. The last point I want to make is this. Hit the thumbs up button, please. Please hit that thumbs up button. So Colorado, again, I gave a shout out to Colorado for having the vision of seeing how great Coach Prime could be. They had great vision, just like whoever at Jackson State decided to give Dion a chance. That was a visionary also, right? He saw that Coach Prime could coach. Remember, Dion couldn't get a coaching job. Nobody would hire him. Nobody would consider hiring him for a serious job. There was somebody at Jackson State who had the vision to say, man, this guy could coach. I would hire him because Coach Prime uh, was one of the greatest football players of all time. He was one of those guys that, um, that you know, that was, you know, that was really on top of everything, right? So ultimately, um, Jack, somebody at Jackson State had the vision to say, I think this guy could be great. So he comes in and he did exactly what I thought he would do. He was great. Then at Colorado, somebody had a vision. They said, you know, we don't have the money to pay uh, Coach Prime, but we're going to get the money, right? And, and we believe in this guy. We believe he's going to help us get the money to pay him. And, and, and it's working, right? Colorado's going to make at least $100 million a year off that $5 million a year investment. Excellent business decision. Good for them. That takes vision, right? Now, what I want you to understand is that the same vision it took for Jackson State to invest in Coach Prime, the same vision it took for Colorado to take a chance on hiring Coach Prime, I need you to understand that that's what's going to be required for you to build institutions in your community. Your ability to build for your family, your ability to build a business uh, in, in, in your space, your ability to build for your children is going to require you to also have vision, which requires things like faith. And, and belief and commitment in what you're doing. When the NFL got started, not one of those teams was worth more than $1,000. When the NFL began, they were selling franchises for $100 a piece. You could have bought the Chicago Bears for 50 bucks. Well, how did the NFL go from having the Chicago Bears being sold for 50 bucks to the Bears and the Lions and the and the Cowboys all being worth four, five, six, eight, ten billion dollars a piece? How did that happen? Somebody had a vision. Do you get what I'm saying? Somebody had a vision. Somebody said, well, this may not work out, but we're going to pour into this and we're going to treat this league with the importance that it deserves, even if nobody else thinks that it's worth anything. Even if there seem to be better opportunities somewhere else, even though there's other communities out here that already have stuff going on, even though when we're offered jobs to go other places, we believe in this. We're pouring into this. Do you understand what I'm saying? Give me a yes if you get what I'm saying. Your family is that vision. Your business is that vision. Your community is that vision. You have to, you can't show up late to the party. You can't just buy into something after everybody else has bought into it because by that time, everything's expensive. 
You can't just move into a neighborhood after everybody else wants to move there because then the housing prices are going to be too high. you got to have the vision to say, let me buy some houses in this neighborhood that nobody wants to live in. And then when the value goes up, I'll already be sitting pretty. That's how Kenny Gamble in Philadelphia became a multimillionaire. He bought all these houses in downtown Philadelphia that nobody wanted, and he bought them in the 1970s. All the other entertainers were spending money on Cadillacs and women and drugs and all that. He put his money into real estate. He said, I don't care if nobody else wants to live here. I have a vision. I believe that one day when white folks come back and they start gentrifying these neighborhoods and they realize that waterfront property in Philadelphia is valuable, then I'm going to be sitting there and I'm going to own this property and they're going to have to pay me. A visionary is not somebody that only sees a vision after somebody else has created it. You're not a visionary. You're a sheep. You're a follower. And investing doesn't, sheep don't do very well in investing. One of my dissertation committee members, David Hirschleifer, used to write about herding and how people follow the crowd. Everybody's like, oh, they that, that's hot over there. That's trendy over there. And black folks pay attention. Y'all know what I'm talking about. We get into what's trendy. Well, people that follow what's trendy and try to do what everybody else is doing, they tend to be people that don't have the self-esteem. They have the courage to go out and do things, even when nobody else is doing it. That's not vision. It, following the crowd means that you don't care enough about yourself. You don't love yourself enough. You don't have enough confidence, perhaps, to do something that's different, even if nobody else is doing it. And say, look, I'm going to go over here and I'm going to be over here doing this over here. And if y'all want to come along, you can. And if you don't come along, then that's OK. But eventually I think you will. And I'm going to be sitting over here come when y'all finally arrive. That takes a certain type of thinking. That's the kind of thing I think we need to teach our kids. Um, because those are the people that build the million dollar, billion dollar, trillion dollar companies. Those are the ones who become the captains of industry. Those are the ones who become the millionaires. And, and that's what Colorado, Colorado had vision. A lot of teams didn't want to hire Coach Prime. Colorado was like, hmm, you know, if we invest in this guy, we think, I think this could be a good business deal for us. So you, the same principle can be applied in everything that you do. You got to get there first or try to get there first. And, and you got to trust yourself enough to believe that when God gives you a vision, even if he gave it to no one else but you, that's still your vision. And it's OK for you to believe in that vision, even if you find out later that that vision wasn't what you thought it was. Even if you find out later that it didn't quite work out, trust your vision. And if you see it and it's clear and you believe in it and you're willing to pour into it, then the more you pour into it, the higher the likelihood of success. You cannot doubt the vision because the more you doubt it, the less you're going to try. The less you try, the more likely you are to fail. So you got to believe in the vision, even if you know the vision might be wrong. So pick your vision, pour into it. Be great. Be legendary. Coach Prime says that to his sons. Son Shadur, be legendary. That's what I'm talking about. I want you to be legendary, too. All right. So anyway, um, let me uh, let me just say hello to everybody that's in here. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening. And I appreciate the trolls for being quiet trolls. If you uh, and again, I have to I just have to let you all know that, that, <laughs> that anybody coming up in here, the bearded babies and the Negro naysayers that come in here that, that, that just don't appreciate intelligent conversation and are trying to be intelligent. I'm not mad at you. Uh, I, I love you, but I'm going to bless you and release you because. Uh, what I learned the hard way is that those of you that are serious, y'all get really annoyed when I'm dealing with immature people. And uh, and I, I ain't got time for no negativity today, tomorrow or any other day. So I want you all to know that's my policy now. Um, I'm not going to tell you that you got to go. If you ask an intelligent, respectful question, I will respond if I can. But if you come up in here talking crazy and talking weird and saying stupid stuff, 
I, I'm, I'm I'm not even gonna get mad at you. I'm just gonna quietly block you, and I won't even announce it. You'll just be you'll just be blocked. And, and unfortunately, when you get blocked, you're kind of blocked for life. So um, you know, if, if you say that, just just know there's you know it's gonna be a trade off. All right. Anyway, that's it, guys. I'm gonna get out of here. I gotta get on this flight. Uh, please hit that thumbs up button. Thumbs up, share, subscribe. Uh, my Instagram is uh, the Real Boyce Watkins. Uh, some of you, or sorry, my, not, it's not the Real Boyce Watkins. I'm sorry. My Instagram is Doctor Boyce Finance. The Real Boyce Watkins. That's not there anymore. Uh, also on TikTok. Uh, there's a lot of fake voice Watkins TikToks out there. There's so many fake accounts. Be really careful. Uh, my TikTok has about 30,000 on it. So you'll kind of know from the number of people that are following. If it's like has 200 people or something, you know, just know it's not me. Uh, same thing with my Instagram. I think I got about 35 to 40,000 on Instagram. Uh, and because uh, we had to start over from, from scratch. Uh, and also, if you want to get an autographed copy of my new book, The Ten Commandments of Black Economic Power, or my books, Black American Money, whatever the case may be, just go to drboysbooks.com. And uh, last but not least, least uh, if you want to get free stuff uh, from me, just text the word stock to 31996. I'll send you free profit alerts. I'll also send you a free copy of our $5 a day investing plan. I'm trying to get everybody to consider this for your kids. So your kids will be wealthy. They won't be in a ba in bad economic shape, but you got to start early. It's very easy to do. It costs you nothing. Uh, so feel free to uh, text the word stock to 31996. That's stock to 31996. And, uh, and then you'll get lots of free stuff from me. And hopefully this will help you and your family on your journey. Well, God bless you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And once again, Coach Prime, if you see this, just know I'm rooting for you, brother. I know that we had a disagreement about Jackson State. That does not mean I hate you. I love you and I want to see you succeed. I love your swag. I love your family. I love everything that you're doing. And uh, I'm going to be watching because I, I, I really love watching this football team. If you're not a football fan, you may want to check it out. It's really great stuff. So have a good day, everybody. God bless you. I'll see you soon. Peace. Here we are, clan, the isms, cataclysm, great. Our people out here struggling, trying to make it in this state. Everybody out here doing it, but we the ones who late. Now, family, we the ones who got to delegate. Get that money in the power, never be fake. Stick to co-sign for three. What did he say? Uh, create jobs, support our own. Educate the same and buy back your home. Got three degrees, triple ten. Three PhDs, now we on the CNN. DBTV, let's talk about negligence. Ignorance is blissful, we can turn it to intelligence. Believe none of what you hear, half of what you see. Let's break it down here on Dr. Boyce TV. Here we are.